Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Before I get into the rant, usually I just get that stuff right out of the way, get some things off my chest, but I'm so happy right now. And I'm going to do some good news first before I get into the bad news with my rant. And that is I had a couple of really some great, great stuff uh, happen. I'm going to highlight a couple, but there's a few really neat things that happened with some of my clients. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with what I do outside of the radio, and uh, owning Vitality Nutrition. I also do one-on-one consulting for nutritional uh, help for people that are trying to uh, get themselves well through diet, through exercise, through supplementation, things like that. And I do some really unique testing and some things like that. I won't go into a lot of detail, but I had a couple of really neat experiences over the last couple of weeks with this. The first one I'll share is the most recent one, and it was one that I really, really liked. I have this love for kids. Kids are just absolutely amazing. Now, a lot of you out there are saying, well, yeah, who doesn't love kids? But you know the kids I like the most that are the most fun for me, and it's a really strange thing to say this, teenage girls. I don't know what the deal is. I uh, I don't get it because they may or may not be the most emotional beings on the face of the planet. <laughs> I have had a couple of teenage girls myself, and I have one that's almost nine, and I'm quite confident that she thinks she's a teenager at times. But regardless, there's something about the energy of girls from like, I don't know, 10, 11 years old, all the way up through until they become adults, and uh, they're just fun and crazy. And one came to see me this week, a 14-year-old, and she, she's really cool. I had never met her before. She, her mom brought her in and she, well, let's just say she has a diet that isn't the kind of diet I might prescribe to anyone. She likes a lot of junk food and she doesn't like a lot of healthy food, like vegetables, for instance. Not too exciting to her. Uh, yeah, she, well, when we went through her. <laughs> through her diet. It wasn't so good. But what she struggles with is she struggles with anxiety, a lot of anxiety, especially over the last couple of years, and specifically anxiety attacks. Now, I've never had an anxiety attack. I've become quite anxious. I've been, I, I, I once had an experience with my, my little girl who's now nine, almost nine, sorry, eight and a half. So I feel like she thinks she's 13. But anyway, regardless, where I thought I was going to lose her, like she was in an ambulance on the way to the hospital, and I thought she might die. And that's probably the most anxiety I've ever experienced. But I still maintained control. My, I, you know, I wasn't hyperventilating. I wasn't going into that anxiety attack mode that I've actually visibly seen people do. And it's scary. If you've ever had one, if you've ever seen someone who's gone through it, it's a scary, scary thing. Especially, I imagine, if you're like a 13, 14-year-old girl. 
And she had just recently had one of these and her mom brought her in because of that to try and see if there was anything that maybe she needed nutritionally to help give her some balance. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be a doctor and I don't pretend to replace your doctor for sure. But there are certain things that nutrition can really help with. And so whenever we get an opportunity to educate somebody on the foods that they should be eating, the foods that maybe they should be avoiding, and potentially supplements that they need to fill those nutritional gaps that they have, boy, we're all over it at Vitality. Well, this sweet girl has really been struggling, and I talked to her about her diet, and I asked her the question I ask everybody that comes to see me, you know, how bad do you want to feel better? And she said she really wanted to feel better. I said, are you willing to like do some things, make some changes in your diet. You know what she said? She said, you're not going to ask me to become a vegan, are you? And I laughed and I said, no, I would never ask anybody to become a vegan. But regardless of that, uh, (laughs) I did ask her to make a few changes. And one of the things I asked her to do was to, well, I asked her if she would do is to have a smoothie once a day that was loaded with nutrition. Now, years ago, about 10 years ago, I came up with a smoothie recipe called the St. Clair Super Smoothie. At least that's what I called it after I came up with it. And it's not really a hard recipe. There's a lot of flex to it, but basically it's a bunch of good nutrition inside of something that actually tastes pretty good. And you blend it up in your blender. And I would say by and large, most kids like it okay. Some kids like it a lot. I've got pictures of my little guy when he was about two and a half years old, three years old maybe, drinking it straight out of the blender bowl. And uh, yeah, it can be green sometimes. And sometimes it's red. It depends on what you put in it. But regardless, this girl was, I would say, mostly on board, a little hesitant, but she said she'd give it a shot. So we got her the ingredients. Uh, she did a little bit of, uh, of uh, digging around in her house to make sure she had everything. And that morning, she actually called me and said, can you help me figure out how to make this thing? I said, sure. So we went through it, took about two or three minutes on the phone to guide her through the process. She made it and she sends me this message later and says, I really liked it. Like, I really liked it. And I was so excited because I will say this, it's probably the most nutritious meal she's had in a long, long time. And I believe very sincerely that A little nutrition can go a long way, especially with mental health, things like anxiety, depression, um, insomnia, ADD and ADHD, bipolar, so many different things that the body just absolutely needs to feel right and to function correctly when it comes to hormones and neurotransmitters and things like that. Gut health being the primary key, which I hammered home as much as I could when I was talking to her and her mother, that you've got to get your gut right if you're going to get your brain right. And the St. Clair Super Smoothie is a really great start at getting the gut right again. So I was so excited that she was willing to make it, that she was willing to drink it, and I can't wait to see how she feels once she gets going because As I said in this appointment to her, your body is starving. It's depleted of so many things, fully dehydrated uh, in terms of minerals and dying for omega-3s, dying for the nutrition that it needs to just do what it's supposed to do on its own. And anybody who's ever been 14 
and in eighth grade knows that that is not an easy year in life, regardless of what else you've got going on. And so the stress can be over overwhelming to many people. I'm so excited that she's on the path to better health. Now, I had another one that I want to share with you, and then uh, we'll get into the rant. This young woman, not quite as young, 33 years old, really, really like amazing person because she's so high energy and yet she struggled with Crohn's disease for over 20 years, 20 years. Now, she started feeling sick when she was 10. She was eventually diagnosed when she was 13 early on. Uh, they didn't know what was going on. In fact, there was speculation that she just didn't want to go to school, and that's why she was saying that her stomach hurt, but eventually the symptoms got so bad that, uh, she finally got diagnosed with Crohn's. Now, if you don't know Crohn's disease, count yourself fortunate because it's brutal, and it can absolutely rule your life. And when it gets to a certain point, eventually it usually means colon removal, and in many cases it even means death. Crohn's disease is something that is considered an autoimmune disease. Now, I have this thing with autoimmune disease. I believe wholeheartedly that autoimmune disease doesn't have to be a life sentence. It doesn't have to be a death sentence. You know, there are so many things, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, and so on and so on and so on. So many different things that uh, encompass or uh, that autoimmune disease encompasses and it's confusing because what you know you have this autoimmune disease which is the type of disease and then you have the specific type of autoimmune disease you might have well this wonderful woman who has been struggling with Crohn's since she was just a little girl told me I don't know what it's like to feel good I don't remember not feeling like crap basically and when you have Crohn's, you hurt. Your stomach hurts. Your intestinal tract hurts. You're inflamed. You have what would be considered very severe uh, irritable bowel syndrome as basically the, the, some of the symptoms. So if you're familiar with IBS at all, Crohn's is just uh, – it has all those symptoms and it's far worse than just IBS. But that might be the easiest way to relate to how, how you feel. It's cramping, it's bloating, it's gassiness, it's pain, it's, uh, it's diarrhea, it's constipation, it's more diarrhea, it's all these different things, and it's awful. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. So she's been dealing with, with this forever. I mean, 20 years, 23 years, really, from when she started having symptoms. And at 33 years old, one of the things that I was so impressed with is that she had not chosen to do the suppressive medicine that is what doctors offer for autoimmune. In other words, let's get on top of the symptoms. We'll help you manage them. You'll always be sick and you'll never feel great. And oftentimes the drugs we'll put you on will make you feel much worse. But in some cases, they'll put you into remission and you'll feel good for a while and you'll have this roller coaster ride for the rest of your life. I mean, that's basically the treatment cycle for autoimmune. And it is what modern medicine offers. She had chosen to just kind of deal with it. She'd eliminated a few foods that she knew really messed with her. And she's just one of these people that just fights through stuff. Well, I was so excited when about a week and a half-ish, maybe two weeks after I saw her, she uh, sent me a message and she says, I just wanted to check in with you. I'm feeling so good. 
almost like a new woman. I can't even remember the last time I felt like this. A big, huge thank you. I'm beyond grateful that I went to see you. Now, this isn't about me singing my praises on the radio because the truth of the matter is a lot of people that could have helped her with just giving her the direction she needed to do the right things. There's certain supplements you need if you're dealing with Crohn's because you've got to build your gut. You've got to strengthen things. You've got to take a load off of the digestive system by helping to balance digestive processes. There are things that you need that are really, really effective. And again, I'm not treating Crohn's disease. I'm not curing Crohn's disease. It's believed that there is no cure for Crohn's disease. What I do is just give people sound advice on things that they can do from a diet standpoint, from a supplement standpoint, to help their body work more like it should. And I, you know, I, I, I was talking to my son and I said, read this text. And he read the text message and he said, you know, it's amazing what just a little nutrition can do. And that's the point that I try to hammer home on Vitality Radio every single week is it's amazing what just a little nutrition can do. You know, it's exciting because both of these people that I'm highlighting on today's show are brand new to this, to really getting into this and trying to help themselves feel better with nutrition. And the truth of the matter is way too new into this to know what the real outcome will be when they just take better care of their bodies and put the stuff in that needs to be there, fill the deficiencies that are there and eliminate some of the toxicities that are there and get their bodies right. It's so exciting to see what can happen. So yes, if you have some things that are really driving you crazy about your health and you don't believe that you can necessarily do anything about it, maybe you've tried a bunch of stuff and it doesn't work. Maybe you haven't tried anything. Maybe you've only tried the pharmaceutical route. Or maybe you're like this last person who I highlighted who didn't really do that either and just kind of lived with it didn't remember the last time she felt good. If there's things going on like that, there is hope. There is hope for you. You can feel better. You just have to give the body what it needs to function like it's supposed to in the first place. You know, you break your arm, it mends, right? So optimally, if you break your arm, you're probably going to go see your doc and you're going to make sure it gets set correctly. So when it does mend, it's not crooked and it's strong and sound, but your body will Put it back together regardless of whether you do that, right? So our body wants to be well. It wants to heal itself. It wants to be strong. It will go towards health if given the opportunity to do so. And that is what the the, the, the biggest thing that I want as a takeaway on Vitality Radio week to week. All right. Well, thank you for indulging me while I shared those stories. I hope they were helpful to you and, and, and as inspiring to you as they were to me. I'm going to go to a break. And when I come back, we will hit some rants, a couple of them back to back, because, you know, I get this stuff and I need to get it off my chest every week on Vitality Radio. So when we come back, we're going to have a couple of rants and then we're going to go into a bunch of different little topics. I'm going to tell you about something I'm really excited about. Actually, a couple of things I'm excited about that have recently come into my life that I'm using myself on a regular basis and a bunch more. It's all around the corner. You're listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair and this is Vitality Radio.
In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. All right. As I said before, there's a few things today that I'm a little bit bugged about. Uh, One thing I've been bugged about for a long time, and that is that the FDA kind of likes to stifle really great information and keep it from the public because, well, it's not a drug, so it can't possibly be good for your health. Well, they are not stifling things quite as much as they used to in one category. So we're going to get into that in a minute, and I'm going to be able to tell you some things that I haven't been able to tell you legally. I couldn't tell you, even though it was true, even though we had evidence. But now I can because the FDA has approved a couple of things that uh, did not were no were not approved uh, for your ears, uh, even though I had the evidence right in front of my eyes. But let's go straight into the first rant. This is something I've been telling you: diet soda bad for you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know that's a surprise to anybody that listens on a regular basis. But here's the thing: how about risk of dementia? Now we talked about dementia with benzos. Last week in Alzheimer's, we talked about a couple of the things that can really mess with you and lead you to more bad, bad brain stuff. But how about this stuff for bad brain? People who drink diet sodas daily have three daily have three times the risk of stroke and dementia compared to people who rarely drink them, researchers reported Thursday. It's yet another piece of evidence that diet drinks are not a healthy alternative to sugary drinks and suggests that people need to limit both doctors said. Well, the findings do not prove that diet drinks damage brains. They support other studies that show people who drink them frequently tend to have poorer health. Now, two doors down from Vitality Nutrition, there's a little place I will rename, remain nameless because I don't need a lawsuit, but uh, you know, it's um, a place where people get drinks and they serve all kinds of drinks sugary drinks, diet drinks, drinks with a variety of different flavors, dirty drinks, I think they call them, dirty soda. I don't know, something like that. And uh, soda is a four-letter word, by the way. Of course, in Utah, it's pop, which is only a three-letter word. But regardless, I digress. We don't want to drink that stuff because it's bad for us. I mean, it's really as simple as that. But you do want to drink it because you're addicted to it. I get it. Addiction's real. I really, really, really like sugar a lot. But this is the thing. Soda? I don't care if it's diet. I don't care if it's sugared. It just doesn't matter. The stuff is poison. It really is. We got to get away from that. We got to learn to drink more water. It's really simple. And it's not always easy because to many of us, water doesn't taste that good. So a couple of little tips for you. If your water doesn't taste that good and you're getting it out of the tap, it's not good for you either. Filter it. It'll taste better. And if you're really looking for a filter that makes your water taste a lot better, I found one. I love it. My son and I 
both talk all the time about how good this stuff is that comes out of this filter that actually elevates the pH of the water while it filters the water, and it's delicious. If you want to go big time, you go with something called Kangen water. A lot of people absolutely love that. I've got one of those machines as well. Some really, really good things you can do to water to make it taste better and go down better. And of course, there are now some natural things that you can add to water to make it taste better. Some people just add a few cucumber slices or some lemon or some lime, but regardless You've got to drink more water and less soda. The studies are just becoming overwhelming. The researchers led by Matthew Pace of the Boston University School of Medicine studied more than 4,000 people for their report, which was published in the journal Stroke. I think that's the journal Billy Squire started. But anyway, we found that those people who were consuming diet soda on a daily basis were three times as likely to develop both stroke and dementia within the next 10 years as compared to those who did not consume diet soda. Both sugar-sweetened and artificially sweetened soft drinks may be hard on the brain. Our study provides further evidence to link consumption of artificially sweetened beverage with the risk of stroke, the team wrote. To our knowledge, our study is the first to report an association between daily intake of artificially sweetened soft drinks and an increased risk of both all-cause dementia and dementia because of Alzheimer's disease. Oh, my word. Yes, this is bad stuff. And it's just more evidence. You know, it's just more stuff just piling on saying that, yeah, we probably shouldn't drink this stuff. Of course, the Soda Guild. uh, Let's see. What are they called here? I've got to find it. The American Beverage Association, the ABA. That's not the American Bowlers Association. I think that's also the ABA. Much, much better association. Regardless, they are the lobbying group for the soda industry, and they said their products are safe. The Alzheimer's Association points out that the greatest risk factors for Alzheimer's are increasing age, family history of Alzheimer's, and genetics, not sugar intake from any source. They said in a statement emailed to NBC. I love the deflection there. Isn't that brilliant? They said their products are safe. Now, there may or may not be this thing where you have a three times more likelihood of stroke or three times more likelihood of dementia. What really matters to us, they say, is that the Alzheimer's Association points out that the greatest risk factors are not soda, but Alzheimer's happens because of family history, increasing age and genetics. Not sugar intake. Now, that not sugar intake thing, that not sugar intake or that not artificial sweetener intake, they threw that in there. That's a lie, by the way, with some truth, right? Because that's how they do it. That's the the beauty of of words is you can kind of mix them all up and make them sound better because the big risk factors are family history, age, and genetics, not sugar intake. But sugar intake is a risk factor, and artificial sweeteners are a risk factor, according to the research coming out. So we just need to probably get away from diet soda and regular soda, all the soda. Let's just move it out. Move it out of our lives. All right, that's the first rant. The next rant is even better, and this is why. Because this is something you may have in your medicine cabinet, even if you are someone who doesn't drink soda who has embraced the healthy lifestyle you may think that neosporin is something you ought to have on hand hmm now johnson and johnson i don't know who these guys are maybe they're ladies i'm guessing they're guys they've been around a long time and they didn't used to name businesses after women so regardless we have johnson and johnson who are 
like dumb and dumber when it comes to the products they put out because these are the same people that put formaldehyde in your baby shampoo no more tears now it's not in there anymore because consumer groups got mad and said we really don't want our babies to have cancer and so now that's gone and they've replaced it with other chemicals that are probably just as toxic but aside from that they put out this neosporin and i'm old enough now at 45 years old i remember when neosporin came out on the market and it was like revolutionary we had this triple antibiotic formula if you got a cut or a scrape or a pimple or whatever you put this stuff on it and it's like a miracle you'll never get an infection right well the general consensus among patients i see in the office according to dr rawlings who wrote this really cool little uh online essay called Pet Peeves of a Private Practitioner. He says, the general consensus among patients I see in the office is that the use of this medicine prevents infection, helps wounds heal faster, and helps to prevent scarring. And he says, essentially, none of this is true. But that's what Neosporin is, according to the marketing gurus over at Johnson & Johnson. It's a necessary thing you got to have right next to your Band-Aids in your medicine cabinet. So what the heck is Neosporin anyway? Neosporin and other antibacterial ointments may be one of the factors behind the spread of the especially lethal strain of MRSA called USA 300. Now, that sounds like a, a race. That doesn't sound bad, USA 300, but it is bad. It's really bad, and it's really only found here in the USA because, well, there are a lot more antibiotics used here than anywhere else, and especially these ointments. In fact, these triple antibiotic ointments like Neosporin are barely even used in any other part of the world, but we use them like they're going out of style. And guess what? There's a couple of kinds of uh MRSA that are specifically resistant to Bactricin, Bactricin, and Neomycin, which are two of the things found in Neosporin. And interestingly, they're really not found that much in other things. Now, MRSA is an infection that attacks the skin as a general rule and then does really bad things like kill you because it's antibiotic resistant. And we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. If neosporin is the cause of this specific type of MRSA, but the triple antibiotic ointment, which I said is rarely used outside of America, is only, sorry, um, the resistance specifically to bacitracin and neomycin was only found in USA 300 a specific type of MRSA found in the United States. Now, Johnson & Johnson, which made $28.1 billion with a B in worldwide sales on Neosporin, claims that the study doesn't have, prove a link between the ointments and MRSA resistance to antibiotics. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound similar to what maybe the American Beverage Association said about how their drinks don't have any, you know, there's no concern. They're totally safe. Experts warn that deaths from minor things like cuts, diarrhea, and pneumonia will soon become a common occurrence as antibiotics lose their power to fight infections. In fact, the World Health Organization says the crisis of antimicrobial resistance threatens to turn the clock back on modern medicine and is far worse than the AIDS epidemic. Tackling the problem will require new antibiotics, but few are being developed because there's little profit to be made from drugs that must be used briefly and sparingly. And, of course, Big Pharma about big profits 
ahead of anything else. People need to understand that triple antibiotic is not almighty and avoid preventative or excessive use of this ointment, said a Japanese researcher, David Suzuki, in an email to CNN. Not only that, I mean, we have the neomycin in there, we have the polymycin in there, and we have the bacitracin in there, but other ingredients include genetically modified cottonseed oil and something called petrolatum, which is, you know, white petroleum jelly. That doesn't sound like it's that bad, right? It's just Vaseline, except that is bad because that's the one that has those nasty petrochemicals in it that screw up our body's endocrine systems and make things all scattywampus in there. So neosporin is just not really the be-all, end-all. Well, it might be the end-all in some cases, certainly not the be-all. So what can you do? I alluded earlier to a thing that I'm so excited about because the FDA has now approved something called ASAPOTC. ASAPOTC. It is a colloidal silver gel which the FDA is actually allowing them to approve or to make these claims on that it fights staph infection pseudomonas pseudomonas I think is how you say it pseudomonas do you even know what that is pseudomonas well it's bad pseudomonas infection is caused by a very common type of bacteria called pseudomonas people Healthy people often carry this bacteria around without knowing it and without having any problems. Sometimes these germs cause minor problems like swimmer's ear and a hot tub rash. But for people who are weak or ill, these germs can cause very serious, even deadly infections in any part of the body. The infections are hard to treat because the bacteria can resist many types of antibiotics and medicines normally used to kill bacteria. So we now have something natural simple silver in a solution that the government is now allowing us to say can do this, can fight pseudomonas and staphylococcus and E. coli and MRSA, what we just talked about, MRSA that may have be worse because of the specific stuff that we're using to fight these skin infections called neosporin. And how about VRE, another nasty one, vancomycin-resistant bacteria, a type of bacteria called enterococci that have developed resistance to many antibiotics, especially vancomycin. This bacteria lives in our intestines and on our skin, usually without causing problems, but if they become resistant to antibiotics, they can cause serious infections, especially in people, once again, who are ill or weak. These infections can occur anywhere in the body. Some common sites include the intestines, the urinary tract, and wounds. This particular VRE infection is treated with antibiotics which are the types of medicines normally used to kill bacteria, but VRE infections are more difficult to treat than other infections because fewer antibiotics can kill the bacteria. So aren't we on this really, really slippery slope here where we're using antibiotics to kill antibiotic-resistant bacteria, which is just going to eventually turn that bacteria antibiotic-resistant to the new antibiotics? And nobody's developing new antibiotics because there's not enough profit in it. So why not just use nature? What, have you ever thought of like hot water and soap? That's something. Yeah, that's better than colloidal silver even because maybe we could just wash the stuff off. We don't have to necessarily attack it. But if you're going to use something because you're really worried about an infection or you have one, well, guess what? 
now we have something over the counter called ASAP OTC. It comes in a couple of size tubes. I absolutely love the stuff. It's a great first aid ointment and we know that it works. In fact, get this, something else that's really interesting, like really, really interesting to me. And I can't even tell you what this was done on because, well, this one's still illegal to talk about um, specifically what product was used, but it was a form of colloidal silver. Um, this was done by Kappa Laboratories, and they did just a really simple test in a Petri dish. And what they did was they looked at E. coli, and they added this specific solution to it. And at 36, 30 seconds after the solution was added, uh, there was 64% kill rate of E. coli. At 60 seconds, there was a 65%, so it barely changed in that 30 seconds. But at five minutes, there was a 98.4% kill rate. At 30 minutes, 99.999866. And at 60 minutes, 99.999999. Killed E. coli dead inside of one hour. Yeah, there are things that are powerful that nature has provided for us. And now we have a topical that the FDA will allow us to talk about. And we know that at least in a Petri dish, we have something that can wipe out E. coli in 60 minutes. How about Staphylococcus? I always have a hard time saying that one. Well, they did the same thing. And at 30 seconds, 60% was dead. At 60 seconds, 61%. At 5 minutes, 96.9. At 30 minutes, 99.99. And at 60 Sorry, well, it took all the way to 120 minutes to get us to all nines, 99.9999. So in two hours, staph infection, boom, eliminated. With this stuff, silver is powerful. It can be used topically as ASAPOTC. If you want to check it out and if you want to replace your Neosporin, please do. Neosporin. Johnson & Johnson doesn't need any more of your money anyway. They did $24 billion in just 2013 alone on that one product that may actually be causing more death than it is actually preventing simple skin infections. And I say may because we don't have conclusive evidence, but we do know that that USA 300 strain of MRSA is resistant to two of the three types and it's only found in America where we use a ton of Neosporin. Okay, I've got to cut to a quick break. I'm going to have about 15 minutes when I come back. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about some fun stuff. I need to clarify something about urinary tract infections and D-mannose. I need to also clarify or I need to also talk about something that some people don't like to talk about on the radio or at all. But we're going to talk about poop when I come back. My name is Jared St. Clair and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. 
What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email. Info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. My name's Jared St. Clair. And I'm your host each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. This beautiful Salt Lake Valley that I'm looking out over right now from the fifth floor where the Utah Jazz play. Big playoff run coming up right around the corner. Exciting stuff. It's 9.46 on a Saturday morning, and it is absolutely just a beautiful day out there. A little chill in the air still. Tomorrow's supposed to be like in the mid-60s. Come on. This is beautiful. Such a wonderful weekend. Take advantage of it. Go out on a hike. Do a picnic. Uh, Don't stay indoors this weekend. Get out there and enjoy it because it is absolutely spectacular. And of course, around the corner are 95 degree days. Not my favorite. But anyway, I promised a couple of topics when I come back. I want to talk about constipation. I know. On the radio, come on. But it's an important thing. So we're going to hit that in just a minute. But we're also going to talk about a couple of things that I need to clarify because I've had a lot of people coming in and saying, hey, what did you say about that D-Manos stuff? Now, if you don't know what D-Manos is, you didn't hear the show a couple weeks ago where we talked about chronic urinary tract infections. Now, this is interesting stuff. Because what are urinary tract infections treated with? They're treated with antibiotics. And what did we just talk about with antibiotics? Antibiotic-resistant bacteria creating a lot of issues. We have people that are getting chronic urinary tract infections three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten times a year. What a miserable existence that must be. And I've talked to a lot of people that fall into that category. Why? Well, I have a theory. I think it's probably pretty close to accurate. You get on too many antibiotics the body's resistance go to, goes down and the bacteria find a, a free space to land because there's just nothing there to fight it off anymore. So why are we treating them with antibiotics? Well, because antibiotics are the most, most powerful way to treat a urinary tract infection. But what if there was something that is actually a simple sugar that doesn't elevate blood sugar levels that your body doesn't even hardly absorb at all called D-mannose that fights off 90% in clinical studies, 90% of urinary tract infections within 48 to 72 hours. And it tastes like sugar. I mean, just a spoonful of sugar, right? I mean, come on, this is awesome. And it's not an antibiotic and it doesn't create antibiotic resistance. And it works 90% of the time, according to clinical studies for urinary tract infections. So that's something that we ought to seriously consider, isn't it? Especially if we're talking about chronic urinary tract infections. So here's the, the clarification I needed to talk about. First off, two things. You can take D-mannose at four teaspoons a day. And according to the studies, it'll wipe out any E. coli-based urinary tract infection. 
Now, that's 90% of urinary tract infections, okay? And you take it four times a day at two grams. You wait for about 45 minutes before you drink a bunch of water because it needs to sit in there. And all it does, it doesn't kill anything. It just creates an anti-adherence factor that prevents things from sticking to the urinary tract. Truly awesome. Truly awesome stuff. But now we have research showing that in a study of more than 300 women with a history of chronic urinary tract infections, that using two grams of D-mannose or 50 milligrams of an antibiotic or no treatment for six months, that D-mannose actually worked better than the antibiotic and a lot better than the placebo. 85% of these women who were experiencing at least three urinary tract infections over the last six months, 85% had none just by taking one spoonful of sugar, D-mannose, a day over that period of time. Truly amazing stuff. That that's, beats the 80% that the daily antibiotic prevented. 85%. Now, if you're someone out there having urinary tract infections on a regular basis, and you can prevent them 85% of the time, just by taking literally a spoonful of sugar, that's pretty cool. So I wanted to clarify that. If you have more questions, of course, you can call us and we'll, uh, we'll show you where the study is if you want to read up on it. It's pretty cool stuff. Uh, now, I also want to uh, mention a couple things because I, I know I'll forget if I wait till the end of the show. Something I've been meaning to mention for a while. Now, I grew up with what would be considered a tricky situation with my oral health. I had all kinds of issues with my teeth and gums as a kid. I may or may not have been good at brushing my teeth, and I may or may not have been aware of dental floss. But regardless, uh, yeah, I didn't take that good care of them. I was a kind of a binge candy eater, and uh, there's a few other things going on. But regardless, lots of issues with my teeth and gums, lots of issues. And I discovered something uh, years ago, and if you want to know what I did to fix my gums, there's some really cool things that I can share with you. But aside from that, if we just put that off to the side, I discovered something about two, three years ago that I have completely fallen in love with. It's a 1% solution of food-grade hydrogen peroxide. That's not the stuff in the brown bottle for 89 cents at Walmart, okay? This stuff is a food-grade product. It's very different. And uh, you put it in your mouth. It's called brushing rinse. And you rinse with it or brush with it or both. And then you spit it out. But while it's in there, it oxygenates the tissue because it's hydrogen peroxide. And that's what that does. And it cleans and wipes out bacteria. It is amazing. Your mouth feels like brand new when you're done with this stuff. I absolutely love it. You get a big old bottle of it for like 15 bucks and it is great. If you struggle with oral hygiene stuff, if you struggle with uh, receding gums, if you struggle with cavities, if you struggle with needing the need for things like root canals, this is a simple thing that I am completely in love with. And I'll tell you, my teeth are better than they ever have been since I've been doing this. Really, really amazing stuff. And another thing that I'm excited about, and this goes straight into the last topic of the day, because we're saved the best for last, we're going to talk about constipation. Now, constipation. Uh, yeah, not so good, right? What is constipation? It's the inability to poop, basically, right? We'll just uh, cut to the chase. I tell people I've been talking about poop since I was 14 years old with 
people much older than me. And so it doesn't bother me a bit. But uh, if it does bother you a little bit, I apologize. We're going to talk about it anyway. Thankfully, we can't see each other. But here's the thing about this. A lot of people don't even know what constipation is. They don't know they're constipated when they only go to the bathroom every other day or every third day. I talk to people all the time that think that's kind of normal, but it's not. If you have ever had a baby or a dog, you know that as a general rule, when you eat, you poop when you are a baby or a dog. When you are an adult, oftentimes that is no longer the case. Most people think constipation means that it's really hard to go to the bathroom or you simply can't go to the bathroom. But there are a variety of different types of constipation, or I should say levels of constipation. Sometimes it's just that you don't go very often and there's a lot in there that needs to get out. And that is important because, you know, we talk all the time about, uh, you know, you turn 50 in this country, you go have something called a colonoscopy to help make sure that you're not developing colon cancer. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad idea at all. We want to get on top of that stuff right away if it's in there. But I'm telling you that I believe that constipation is a major factor in this. It's a major factor in hemorrhoids. It's a major factor in digestive discomfort, gas, bloating after meals, uh, fatigue. It's a factor in some of these really, really bad things that people develop like IBS and colitis and things like that. It's not good. But more than anything, if you're not experiencing really bad side effects from constipation, you just aren't able to absorb and utilize the nutrients that you're supposed to have if the colon is all jammed up. And you won't feel the energy that you can feel. You won't feel as good as you can feel if you're dealing with this. And over the long term, it can cause a lot of issues. So what do we do about it? Well, there's a couple of things that are really simple. You've heard of Metamucil. If you haven't heard of Metamucil, I don't know where you've been. It's been around for years. It's well marketed. It's all over every drugstore and every grocery store in the country. And it's basically psyllium husk. Now, the problem with Metamucil is it's a lot like a lot of the stuff. People ask me all the time, you know, I own Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. It's been around for 40 years. We sell vitamins, minerals, and herbs, and so on. And so does every grocery store now. That didn't used to be the case when Vitality started 40 years ago. Grocery stores didn't carry vitamins and minerals and herbs, certainly not herbs. They carried drugs and that was it. But now as these things have become more mainstream, we have competition, right? We have Costco right across the street from us. They carry Mondo-sized vitamins and minerals and herbs. And people ask me, well, what's the difference between the stuff over there and the stuff over here? Because, you know, it's cheaper over there. I get a bigger bottle, whatever. And in some cases, I'll just be honest with you, there's not that much difference in some of these things. But one of the things that I've noticed is when your vitamin, mineral, or herb is made by a drug company, like Metamucil is, they always seem to screw it up. They put artificial colors and artificial sweeteners. I mean, who needs coloring in their fiber supplement? Come on. What's this about? I don't even get it. Artificial sweetener, at least I understand. It makes it taste better. I get that. Artificial flavor. I get that. But you know what? You can actually get a psyllium husk. It actually tastes pretty good. That isn't artificially colored. That doesn't have any crap in it, but it'll help you with your crap. I take psyllium every day. I love it. I feel better when I use it. And things, frankly, go smoother when I use it. But I would not use Metamucil. Come on. Why would I dump that garbage into me when I can get pure psyllium husk, either unflavored, unsweetened, mix it into stuff? 
Sometimes I'll throw it in my chocolate flavored protein shake. Tastes pretty good. Or you can get an orange flavored one or a pineapple flavored one or a strawberry flavored one. Sweetened with stevia and without any artificial crap. I absolutely love it. It really helps the process. If you're dealing with constipation, I highly recommend it. What about magnesium? I talk about this all the time on Vitality Radio. Another thing I take every single day. The vast majority of Americans are deficient in it. It's believed that 70 to 80 percent of us, and yet it is a mineral that is required for so many things, including helping the body process calcium and getting it, getting it into the bones so that we can prevent things like osteoporosis. But beyond that, it relaxes all the smooth muscle. It relaxes the nerves. It calms the body. And we talk about anxiety in this country. There's so much stress. All you've got to do is turn on the news and it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on out there? And the stress is real in your life, in the country, in the world. The stress is real. A lot of us are going to be biting our nails watching the jazz play tomorrow. Regardless, magnesium is something you need. It helps to calm the bowel, calm the colon, and allow you to eliminate like you should. It helps to relax the nerves. It helps to fight stress and anxiety. Magnesium, if you're dealing with constipation, huge. Psyllium, if you're dealing with constipation, huge. And the last thing I'll mention is water. Drink at least half your body weight in water. Clean, pure water. Okay, I have run out of time. It just happens. Every week it happens, and I've still got stuff. But you know what? I got through almost all of it today, and I feel pretty good about it. I hope you enjoyed the show. I bounced around a little bit. I appreciate any time you give me listening to Vitality Radio. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. Let's build this audience. Thank you so much for your time listening. Give us a call, 801-292-6662. If you have any questions, that's 801-292-6662. You've been listening to me, Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.